0: Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. There's so much that we could unpack with this gospel this morning. Jesus talking about, do not babble like the pagans, that when we pray as Christians, it's not just simply a matter of, man, can I just say enough words to attract the attention of God up there on the clouds? No, it's, it's a live relationship with uh, one who knows our hearts, is what he's saying. This is what I was uh, <clears throat> reflecting on late into last night, into this morning, that the scriptures that we have this morning, both, I mean, the, the first reading of the psalm and the gospel, they're both trying to get, they're all trying to give an answer to the question, Who is this God of ours, right? Who is this God of ours? He is the super abundant, life-giving, good, good, good father, right? He's not a stingy, frugal, like miserly Scrooge up in the sky who's just waiting for us to mess up or waiting for us like you got to really earn your spot. No, he's he is he's the good father right and he's prodigal and wasteful in the best of sense that parable in Luke 15 the parable of the prodigal son we always think about it in the in the sense of the son's prodigality that the son is the one who goes and wastes himself spends himself in the far distant country but the prodigality was also the prodigality of the father like the father was incredibly Just wasteful in his love of his son, right? Just so super abundantly generous and just pouring everything out for his son. There's a prodigality on his side too, right? That's our father. So we ask the question this, how does his word go forth from him? We look at Isaiah. How does his word go forth from his mouth? Like, how does grace come forth from him? Not drop by drop. He says, like the rains that come down from the heavens, like the snow that comes down from the heavens. In other words, everywhere, in crazy, staggering superabundance. If you were at the parish mission that I did, uh, the Lenten mission that I did last year for us, I had that whole reflection on snowflakes. I talked about snowflakes. That every year, scientists estimate, and how do they know these numbers anyway? I don't know, but they estimate somewhere in the ballpark of seven quintillion snowflakes fall. Annually. That's like a seven, I think it's with 24 zeros after it. That's unbelievable. You don't seem impressed by God. Okay. Like, that's an unbelievable amount of of snow, right? And I mean, who knows how many raindrops, but that's what he's saying. My word goes forth from me in this crazy, superabundant prodigality, right? That's what he does with nature. Look at nature, right? Our God in nature, he gives he gushes he's pouring everything out everything over and over again this year we're 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 inching towards spring and my my nasal passages i feel like can can sense the impending pollen coming right seasonal allergies it's just it's i love spring and i hate spring for both those same reasons but every spring god sends into the air zillions of seeds zillions of microscopic little packages of of potential life, right? Millions of species on this planet, billions of galaxies, trillions of stars. Quadrillions of bugs and insects, right? An uncountable number of life forms that God has made, right? But this is this is this is the logic of a God who is love. Like love loves to love. Love loves to give. Love loves to pour itself out. This is what he's doing. Like, this is his word, right? Jesus, in the, in the incarnation, he is the, the precious seed pouring forth from the Father's heart, looking for fertile soil, and when he, find, when he found it in Mary's womb, he brings forth an abundance, right? We have a God of superabundance, and I think sometimes we forget it. I think sometimes we, we approach him like Oliver, just begging for an extra, just can I have a little bit more porridge? He's like, I'll give you the factory. I'll give you everything. I'll give you everything, right? When God makes, uh, when, he, when he transforms bread and fish to feed the multitudes, there's fragments left over after feeding 5,000. When he catches fish, he catches so much that sinks a boat, right? When he makes wine, he makes so much that there's 180 gallons of it. He is not the God of, of drip by drip. He's the God of Niagara Falls. That's what our Father is. He's the super abundant, life giving, good Father. Which we ask the question: What does that mean then for us? It means that we can trust the gift, if I can put it that way. We can trust. We can trust our deepest desires and yearnings to Him. We can trust that he wants to satisfy us on those deepest of levels, we, can, we don't have to grasp is what it means. We don't have to create little pockets of satisfaction holding on to this thing, that relationship, this experience, that thing. Because the reality is like, it's a superabundant, infinite torrent of goodness that's coming at us. We just simply have to open ourselves like our Blessed Mother did to receive it deeply that's who our God is. That's who our God is. And he comes today to feed us, to feed that deepest of hungers. How good he is. Amen.